Hey, this is Jeremy Rinke. I'm the pastor at Harvest Christian Fellowship in North Platte, Nebraska, and this is our podcast. I want to thank you today for joining us. I hope this encourages you, strengthens you, and blesses you. Enjoy the message. Well, this morning I am. I'm going to excited to, to preach. And we're going to begin a, uh, a brand new sermon series this morning. And I want to call this, this new sermon series, Dangerous Emotions. You know, I, I'm sure that you realize this, but, but our, our emotions, uh, they really are powerful. And, and our, our emotions, they, they can control us and they can dictate the, the course of our, our lives. And there are, are, are certain emotions that I, I want to talk about in this series that I, I believe can be very dangerous. And, and it's important that we learn to, to, to recognize these dangerous emotions and that we deal with them. You know, I, I feel like because of the, the hurts that we experience, uh, the struggles that we, we go through, uh, just the uncertainty of the, the times that, that we're living in, that, that our emotions can get the, the best of us. And, and our emotions can greatly hinder us from living the life that God wants us to live. And, and so in this series, what I want us to do is I want us to, to learn to, to be on guard against these dangerous emotions that we're going to be talking about in this series. And then I want us to, to learn how to deal with them. Uh, our theme verse for this series is going to be 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 10, verse 12. It says this. It says, so if you think you're standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. You know, I think for, for many of us, we, we think that, man, we're, we're standing firm. We think that, man, we're, we're doing good emotionally. And then something happens, oftentimes something happens that catches us off guard or out of nowhere. And then before we, we know it, our, our emotions get the best of us and we, we fall. And in this series, we're going to be looking at some people in the Bible that this happened to. And my prayer is that we can learn from their mistakes because you know it's better to learn from others mistakes than having to experience it ourselves. So my prayer is that we can learn from, from their mistakes and that we can learn again to, to recognize and deal with these uh, dangerous emotions. And, and so the first dangerous emotion that I want us to, to talk about this week is, is the emotion of, of anger. Uh, does anybody ever get angry? A few of you? We can be honest, right? It's, a, it's okay. You know, we, we all get angry. Well, even though it's not a, a sin to, to get angry, if we don't recognize and deal with our anger, what we'll end up doing, we'll end up doing and saying things that are, are wrong or, or things that will ultimately lead to sin. You know, the Apostle Paul, he says this in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26. He gives us some great advice. He says this. He says, do, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. Paul's like, hey, guys, like you're, you're gonna, we're all going to get angry. It's an emotion that we're all going to have. But he says, don't, don't sin in your anger. Don't, don't make sure that you don't go to bed at night still angry. Because your anger, man, it, it'll get the best of you if you don't deal with it. And, and so this morning, we're going to look at a man in the Bible who, who, who didn't do this, who, who didn't let deal with his anger before the, the sun went down, and as a result, he, he did something terribly wrong. 
You know, the, the first two people in the Bible that God created was Adam and Eve, and, their, and, and, and they had two sons at the, the very beginning, and their, their first two sons, their names were Cain and Abel. Well, Cain, he was a, a farmer, and, and Abel was a, a shepherd. Well, one day when they were older, both Cain and Abel, they brought a, an offering to the Lord. Well, the Bible tells us that Abel, he brought his very best to the Lord as an offering. And then it tells us that Cain, he, he just brought some of his. Well, the Bible tells us in Genesis chapter 4 that the Lord, he rejected Cain's offering and he accepted Abel's offering. Well, because of this, Cain, he became angry. It's found in Genesis 4, 4 through 5, it says this. It says, Abel also brought a gift, the best portions of the firstborn lambs from his flock. The Lord accepted Abel and his gift, but he did not accept Cain and his gift. This made Cain very angry, and he looked dejected. And, and so here uh, Cain is. He, he, his offering is rejected by God, and he becomes angry. And he becomes angry. I'm kind of fascinated that he doesn't become, he's not angry at God, but he's angry at his, his little brother. Well, God, he, he sees this, this anger building and bubbling inside of, of Cain. And, and so God, he, he goes to, to Cain and he has this, this conversation with him. And, and God, he, he tells Cain, he says, Cain, man, I want you to, to, to recognize, like you have this anger that's burning inside of you right now. And if you don't do something about it, if you don't deal with it, man, it's going to control your life, and you're going to do something that you are going to regret. And here's the conversation that God has with Cain. It's found in verses 6 through 7. God, he goes to Cain, he says, why are you so angry? The Lord asked Cain, why do you look so dejected? He said, you will be accepted if you do what is right. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you, but you must subdue it and be its master. And, and so God, he, he goes to, to Cain. And he says, Cain, again, there's this anger burning inside of you. And, and Cain, it's, it's dangerous. This anger that you're feeling on the inside, it's, it's dangerous. And, and, and Cain, if, if you don't do, deal with it and if you don't do what's right, if you don't do what's right, man, it's going to become your master. And you're going to do something that you'll regret. Well, unfortunately for Cain, he, he didn't listen to, to God's warning. He, he didn't recognize, he didn't deal with his anger. And that anger just continued to burn and burn inside of him until finally one day he killed his brother. I want to read this to you. It's found in Genesis 4, verses 8 through 16. It says, one day Cain, he suggested to his brother, he said, let's go out and, into the fields. And, and while they were in the field, Cain, he attacked his brother Abel, and he killed him. Afterward, the Lord asked Cain, he said, where's your brother? Where's Abel? I don't know, Cain responded, am I my brother's guardian? But the Lord said, what have you done? Listen, your brother's bl blood cries out for me from the ground. Now you are cursed and banished from the ground which has swallowed your brother's blood. No longer will the will ground yield good crops for you no matter how hard you work. From now on you will be a homeless wanderer on this earth. Cain replied to the Lord, he said, My punishment is too great for me to bear. You have banished me from the land and from your presence. You have made me a homeless wanderer. 
Anyone who finds me will kill me. Then the Lord replied, he said, no, I will give a sevenfold punishment to anyone who kills you. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain to warn anyone who might try to kill him. And so Cain, he left the Lord's presence and settled in the land of Nod, east of Eden. And so again, here in this, this story, we, we see Cain, he, he doesn't listen. He doesn't listen to God's warning. And, and because, again, if not recognizing and dealing with his anger, he ended up killing his brother. And in this story, we see Cain, he misses out on, on God's best for his life. He, he misses out on, on living this great life that God created him to live. You know, this morning, there are, are many reasons why we, we become angry. You know, we, we become angry because of wrongs done to us. We, we become angry because of hurts that we experience. We, we become angry because of, of, of the injustices that we see throughout the, the world today. We, we become angry because at times life just seems unfair. We become frustrated and angry because life just isn't going the way that we thought it, it would. And the reality is, is, is these things, they, they happen to all of us. And when they, they happen, again, this, this anger, it rises up within us. And when we start getting angry, God, he's there. And he tries to, to warn us just like he did with Cain. He says, hey, you, you have this anger thing going on on the, the inside of you. You, you need to, to deal with it. But like Cain, for so many of us, we, we ignore the, the warning, and we do, and we say things we regret. And, and I'm pretty confident this morning to say most of us, if not all of us, we've been there, done that. We have things that we've deeply regret because we didn't recognize and deal with our anger. You know, I know I've done that. And so this morning, it's important that we, again, that we learn from our mistakes, that we learn from Cain's mistakes. It's important that we learn to, to recognize this dangerous emotion of anger when it comes up within us and that we deal with it. You know, I don't know about you this morning, but I know for myself, I, I don't want to do. I, I don't want to say things that I, I regret. Man, I don't want to miss out on God's best for my life. And I know that if, if we're going to do that, it's important that we learn to control our anger. And so this morning what I want to do is I want to share with you three ways that I believe the Bible teaches us how we can deal with anger. And so there's an outline in your bulletin, and I want you to, to write these things down. The first thing, how we, way how we can deal with our anger is we just need to simply take a deep breath. Take a, take a deep breath. You know, in our story, God, again, he, he rejected Cain's offering. And, and, and immediately there's like this emotion of anger that, 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 that dwelt up inside of, uh, of Cain. And instead of just simply taking a deep breath and, and calming down Cain, he just continued to, to dwell on, on, on his anger. And, and as a result, Cain's anger became more and more intense and fine, until finally one day he, he just snapped and, and he killed his, his brother. And as we see in this story, Cain's anger, it caused great destruction, not only to his brother's life, but also his life and to many others. And that's why anger is so dangerous and why it must be recognized and dealt with right away. You know, anger is like a, a spark, a small spark that, that's lit in a, a forest. And, and before you know it, it, it becomes an uncontainable wildfire. 
You know, we're seeing this more and more wildfires across our, our nation, and we, we see the, the destruction it does. It's amazing how these huge wildfires are caused by just a small spark. You know, we were in, in Dallas last week, and it was, it was hot. It was, like, super hot. And I remember when we got back just the next day, there was a story that said there was a lawnmower spark in Dallas that, that, that hit, uh, some, uh, grass, hit some grass and stuff, and it ended up destroying 20 homes. And I was like, wow, like, that's crazy. Just a, a small spark from a, a lawnmower destroyed 20, 20 homes. And, and, and I think, like, that's what anger is. It's like a, a small spark, and, and if it's not dealt with right away, it, it becomes uncontrollable, and it does so much destruction. And, and so if we're going to, to put out the fire of anger, if we're not going to see this, this great damage and destruction, and I think the first thing that's important that we do is we, we take a, a deep breath. You know, Proverbs 27, 4, it says this. It says, anger is cruel and, and wrath is like a, a flood. And, and so anger, it can quickly flood our emotions. And if we're going to stop this, this flood of emotion, the first thing that we need to do is we need to take a deep breath. You know, the best thing to do when you get angry is just to walk away. Take, take a deep breath. And I think sometimes, like as humans, we're not good at doing this. When we're angry, the first thing that we want to do is we want to respond, right? Man, we, we want to respond. We want to fight back with our, our words. We want to fight back with our actions. And as a result of, of not taking a deep breath like Cain, we end up saying our anger, and we do things, and we say things that cause great damage. And so it's important that we learn to recognize, hey, I'm angry right now. And when we're angry, that we just simply walk away and we, we take a, a deep breath. You know, when you're having a disagreement with your spouse, when you see that, that social media post that makes you angry, when your boss treats you unfairly, when, when, when before you do or, or say something you regret, it's important that you walk away, that you calm down, that you take a deep breath. Man, I think one of the best things to do is, is just go outside. Go for a walk. Man, go, go exercise. Go hit some golf balls. Go shopping. Everyone's like, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> or, or, or may I suggest maybe the best thing to do is to just simply get away and go and spend some time with God. Amen. You know, it's, it's by, by doing these things, it, it gives ourselves time to, to cool down. You know, I don't know if you've noted this, noticed this, but, but a lot of the bad decisions that we make in life happen because we don't think and we just do. And we, we let our, our emotions control us. But when we take deep breaths, when we give ourselves time to cool down, man, we make a lot better decisions, don't we? You know, the Bible tells us this is a great verse. It's Proverbs 14, 29. It says, slowness to anger makes for deep understanding a quick-tempered person stockpiles stupidity. Isn't that a great verse? That's in the message translation. Slowness to anger makes deep, for deep understanding. A quick-tempered person stockpiles stupidity. And I, I don't know about you this morning, but I don't want my anger to cause me to, to stockpile stupidity. 
And I, I want to be someone who, who controls my anger. I want to be someone who deals with my anger so that I can make good decisions. And, and I believe that happens when we first learn to just take deep breaths and to calm down. And so I just want to encourage you to learn to do that. Recognize when you're angry and walk away. Take deep breaths. Don't let your anger become a destructive wildfire. Don't stockpile stupidity. And so that's number one. The second thing, way how we deal with anger is we just simply ask God for help. You know, in our, our story, God, again, he goes to Cain and he tells Cain that he needs to be careful. And, and he tells Cain, that, like, man, I, you got you to gotta warn, man, you're angry right now. You need to, to deal with this or you're going to do something you regret. And again, we, we see Cain uh, ignoring God's warning. And he continues to let his anger burn and burn until finally he does the unthinkable. And I think, wow, Cain, you had this opportunity here. God is, is speaking to you. And instead of, you know, ignoring, say, God, hey, like, man, I, I'm, I need your help right now. I, I'm angry. And, and I don't know what to do. God, I need you to help me to control my, my anger. You know, a, a few years back, I was going through uh, just a, a real difficult time in my own life, and, and, and I, I really felt some deep hurt by, by some people, and, 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 and after a time, that, that hurt was causing me to become angry on the inside. And, and after some time, that, that anger was starting to affect my life and, and how I was treating people, and, and I'll never forget this day. I was playing basketball on a league at the, the rec center, and, and, and as we were playing, it got a little intense, and, and I almost got in a fight with the other team, and that's not good when you're a pastor. And, <laughs> and, and, and I, I'm a super competitive person, but I, I knew that this wasn't a, a competitive thing, but that it was an anger that I had burning on the inside of me because of some of the hurt that I had experienced. And I remember going home that night and just in, in tears, and I, I said, God, I'm, I'm so angry right now. God, I know that I have this anger, man, burning inside of me. And God, I, I, I need your help. God, I, I, need, I need your help because, God, I don't want to live my life angry. And, and I just remember as I, I confessed my anger before God, and I, I said, God, I, I need your help. It was just over just a short period of time that God, he was so faithful, and he began to heal that, that hurt that I had on the inside. And, and as God began to heal that hurt, I could just tell that anger that I was feeling on the inside, and it just slowly began to, to go away. And, and it all began to happen when I just simply went to God and said, God, I need your help. You know, Psalms 18.6, David said, But in my distress, I, I cried out to the Lord. Yes, I, I prayed to my God for help. And, and he heard me from his sanctuary. My cry to him reached his ears. You know, if you're struggling today with anger more than anything, man, I, I want to just encourage you to go to God and ask him to help you. And I promise you this morning that, that God, he will hear your, he'll hear your prayers. God, he'll heal your heart. And as he does that, that anger that you have burning on, on the inside of you, it'll begin to, to fade away. You see, the good news today is, man, we, we serve a God who, who dearly loves his children. Man, he loves us so much. And, and when we go to our, our father needing his help, he's so faithful to help us. 
Because God, he loves us and he wants to see us succeed. He wants us to live the great life he created us to live. And so how do we deal with anger? We just simply go to God and we ask him to help us. And then here's the the third one. This one's going to be a little challenging. And the third way how we deal with anger is we show extravagant kindness. We show extravagant kindness. You know, again, for Cain, he let that fire of anger burn, continue to burn within him until finally that fire got so hot, he, he did the unthinkable, and that was he killed his brother Abel. You know, again, this morning, if we don't deal and recognize and deal with our anger, that, that's going to be what, what happens. Man, we're going to do and we're going to say things that will do so much damage, not only to, to ourselves, but also to others. Well, one of the, the best ways that we can put out that, that fire of anger that burns within us is to show extravagant kindness towards the person or people that we're angry at. And, and if we're honest this morning, like that's the last thing we want to do, right? Like that's the last thing we, we feel like doing when we're angry. But I want you to know this morning that, that showing kindness, it really is, it, it's the water that puts out that fire of anger. You know, I read this passage just a couple weeks ago, but Jesus, in his Sermon on the Mount, he was talking about this very thing. And, and I want to read this to you. It's found in Matthew 5, 43 through 48. And Jesus, he said this. He said, you're familiar with the old written law, love your friend, and its unwritten uh, companion, hate your enemy. But Jesus said, I'm challenging, you, challenging that. I'm telling you to love your enemies. Let them bring out the best in you, not the worst. When someone gives you a hard time, respond with, 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 with a supply of, that moves of prayer. When you are working out your true selves, your God-created selves, this is what God does. He gives his best, the sun to warm and, to, to rain, and rain to nourish to everyone regardless. The good and the bad, the nice and the nasty. If all you do is love the unlovable, do you expect a bonus? Anybody can do that. If you simply say hello to those who greet you, do you expect a medal? Any run-of-the-mill sinner does that. In a word, what I'm saying is grow up. Your kingdom subjects, now live like it. Live out your God-created identity. Live, generous and gra- live gra- generously and graciously towards others the way God lives toward you. Man, it, it's easy to love and to show kindness to those who, who love and, and show kindness to you. But, but it's a whole different story to, to love and to show kindness towards those that you're angry at. But here Jesus tells us, he says to do this. Love your enemies. Show kindness toward those that you're angry at. And, and I think Jesus, he tells us that for two reasons. Number one is because when we show love and kindness toward those that we're angry at, man, we're representing, we're being an example of how God is with us. But secondly, when we show love and kindness to those that we're angry at, what it does, I promise you it does this, it changes your heart. It it changes your heart and it it removes that that anger that you feel on the inside. And so I want to challenge you this morning to do something like I know that you don't want to do. Like I know that you don't want to do. But if you're here today and you want to be free from anger, and you want to be free from anger, and if you want to live, man, the great life that God has for you to live, man, begin to show extravagant kindness to those that you're angry at. Look for ways. Look for ways that you can show kindness. Ask God, God, what, what can I do? 
God, I'm angry at this person right now, and I don't want to be angry anymore. God, what can I do to show kindness toward that person? Man, God, he'll, he'll, he'll show you things. And, and more than anything, if, if, if you want just a place to start, just begin to pray for that person. Pray for that person. And, and as you begin to pray for that person, as you begin to show kindness toward that person, man, I promise you, man, God will change your heart. He'll change your heart. And that anger will begin to go away. You know, this morning I know, like, it's easy to get angry. Man, it's easy. I think that, that emotion of anger, it's like, it's natural, right? But like Paul said, we can't, we gotta, we can't let that anger control us. Don't, don't go to bed angry, he said. Don't go to bed angry. Because that anger, it'll, it'll control your life. That, that anger will burn stronger and stronger. And so he says, put that, that fire of anger out. Do it quickly. Don't let it control your life. And so I pray this morning that we would, again, that we would learn to, to recognize, hey, I'm angry right now. And that we would deal with it. And I really believe that the three best ways to deal with anger is to take a deep breath. Sometimes you just need to walk away. Go pray. Go shopping, go, go, go hit some golf balls, go, go lift some weights. Just take a deep breath. Say, God, I need your help right now. Like I'm about to do something I'm going to regret. And God, I need your help. And I promise you that he'll help you. And then thirdly, man, show extravagant kindness. And as you do those things, man, God will work in your life. He'll change your heart. And that anger will go away. Amen. Amen. Would you bow your heads and, and close your eyes? You know, I really do. I pray this morning. I, I really believe that this is such a, an important series because, man, our, our emotions, they really are. They're, they're, so, they're so powerful. And it's so easy to let our, our emotions control our lives. And when our emotions control our lives, they can take us down a path that we, we don't want to, to, to be on. And so I just pray that this series will help us to learn to, to recognize our emotions and then to, to deal with them. You know, this morning, I'm so thankful that God, he, he didn't stay angry towards us because of our sin, but that God showed us love and he showed us kindness. And you know, the way that God showed us love and kindness was by sending his only son Jesus Christ to come into this world and, and ultimately to go to the cross and to die for us so that we could be forgiven of those, those sins that we've committed in our lives and so that we could become friends with God. And this morning, there, there may be some here today that, that you need this. Like you need God to, to forgive you of your sins. You need God to become made right with God. And if that's you this morning, I, I want you to know the way that happens is by simply putting your faith in, in Jesus Christ and, and what he did for you on that cross and by simply confessing Jesus as the Lord and the Savior of your life. And so if you're here today and you need Jesus and maybe you've never asked him to come into your life and you've never surrendered your life to him and today you want to make that decision, man, if that's you, I want to invite you to pray this prayer with me this morning. Would you all pray this with me? Say, God, I, I thank you today for being slow to anger and for being rich in love and kindness. 
And so, God, I'm asking you today to forgive me of all of my sins as I put my faith in your son, Jesus, and what he did for me on the cross. Jesus, today, I'm confessing you as the Savior and the Lord of my life. Amen. If you prayed that prayer with me for the first time, I want you to know that I'm so excited for you because I know that your life will never, ever be the same. I also want to encourage you to tell someone about the decision you made today. And then I want you to find a good Bible-believing church that will help you grow in your faith. I want to thank you all for listening to our podcast today. May God bless you and may his face shine upon you.